0: Hey, fabulous listener. If you want to become a powerful and profitable trauma-informed coach, my business partner Kushla and I have a special free five-day training starting next Monday, April 29th. To join us, you can simply message me the word powerful at Erin Anderson Trauma Coach on Instagram or on Facebook, you can find me at Erin Anderson Betrayal Trauma Coaching and we'll send you the details so you can join us. We're going to be sharing some special training on our body, mind, energy approach to help clients have faster shifts and healing and how we make a consistent five figures each month as trauma-informed coaches. So if that sounds like something you or someone you know may like, make sure you come join us for this five-day challenge. We're going to be sharing more in there than most paid programs. Welcome to The Other Side of the Struggle. This is a podcast where we talk about trauma, how to heal it, and then how to take it and use it to unlock your mission and your potential and to use it to live your very best dream life. When you're dealing with betrayal trauma, it can be hard to know how to heal it how to stop the pain, and to know what your next steps are to take in your own life. And these are the questions that we try to answer here. Trauma has the ability to rob us of our joy and identity, which is why it's so miserable to experience. But with the right tools and with the right mindset, we can totally reclaim that joy and even use this trauma to strengthen ourselves so that way trauma does not knock us off of our joy again living your dream life should be a non-negotiable but trauma tends to try to negotiate that with you and even though trauma is not something that we will completely ever be free of in our life the pain is negotiable. This is why I created Erin Anderson Betrayal Trauma Coaching and this podcast is because I want my listeners, I want my clients to live, truly live, free from the prison that trauma can put you in. I want you to live on the other side of the struggle. Okay, I want you to stop what you're doing right now for just a minute and I really want you to hear me out. I want you to go right now to AaronAnderson.Cartra.com forward slash page, forward slash heart of gold. There you are going to find a free meditation just for you from me. This meditation is amazing. Let me tell you a little bit about what it's going to give you. Okay. Number one. It's going to help boost your confidence. If you are dealing with trauma, then you are most likely dealing with a confidence issue as well. And it's something that you are really, really wanting back. Number two, it is going to help you find security in your situations in your life. Because it's going to help you gain a sense of self-love and some self-trust. The third thing this is going to give you is an ability to escape the trauma that you're experiencing right now, this very minute, and help you find peace and joy and love. And a deep appreciation for you and your experiences. This is going to really help you reconnect with yourself. So that is very, very, very important when you are dealing with healing from trauma. So again, I'm going to tell you what it what that website is that you need to go to. ErinAnderson.Cartre.com. K-A-R-T-R-A dot com slash page slash heart of gold. Capital H-E-A-R-T-O-F capital G-O-L-D. Go check out this meditation. Please claim it for yourself because it is 100% a gift from me to you to help you heal right now from trauma. All my love. Hey, every Welcome back to another episode of The Other Side of the Struggle. We have back with us again the fabulous and wonderful Corey Sullivan. Now, if you guys remember, it was a few episodes ago where we introduced uh, Corey to the podcast. She's an author. She coaches people through divorce. And this is a very relevant topic for this particular podcast because as we're dealing with trauma and a lot of it is betrayal trauma, oftentimes it leads to some sort of divorce uh, agreement. And, um, you know, I just really felt like this is a very relevant piece to this podcast and the information that we give here, because a lot of you listeners are dealing with these types of uh struggles. And so I'm really grateful for this opportunity to have Corey back.
1: Well, thank you. I so appreciate being on your show, Erin. You know, I've watched a lot of your segments and the thing I love is your heart for people to really and truly move through trauma. That always, you know, there isn't a marriage out there that hasn't had some form of trauma. Yeah, yeah. That's, <laughs> Let's that's face it, very you know, true.
0: You know, yeah.
1: so kudos to you for really approaching those things. Well, thank you. I appreciate that.
0: Mm -hmm. so corey um now one thing listeners this is actually going to be a two-part series but it won't be a back-to-back so be paying attention for the second part it'll be coming out the end of august um where we're also going to be talking about hope after divorce um and so we're really excited to have corey you know discuss both of these things with us but the first piece is definitely the freedom after divorce and you know here we are we're in july we're celebrating freedom uh the ability to worship how we may how we might um the freedom to choose the freedom to be the freedom of this great country right but yeah there's so many people in this country that are feeling and, you know, trauma and divorce are two of the big things that people are feeling trapped by right now. And so what is the point of divorce? Let's just start there.
1: OK, well, divorce basically, you know, in the Greek, the word divorce actually means a tearing apart. And so it's basically a tearing apart of a marriage of two people coming together with hopes and dreams and plans for their future for families for all the things and then um something happens and there's unreconcilable sellable um differences unreconcilable differences yes and um, or there's things that happen you know um I've had people who've gone through my program that have divorced after 35 years of marriage because they didn't date their their spouse, or you know, and, and they ended up growing apart, or um, you know, just differences of opinion. You know, the enemy, the enemy right now is so diligent in trying to break up marriages and families. Mm-hmm. Like that is like mm-hmm. one of his main things that he's trying to do to yes. destroy our our country. Yes, and so. Um, and so when those things happen, you know, I mean, my, my, uh, when I divorced, I'm just going to use me because I know me and I know <laughs> what on. and so uh, my, my first husband was, you know, he and I had two amazing daughters and they've grown into amazing daughters and moms and now grandmas, um, which makes me a great grandma, but, um, which is a huge blessing. But the, um, you know, we just, first of all, we overlooked red flags about each other when we were dating, because I was so looking forward to finding somebody who would be stable and love me. And that was what I was focusing on. And he was looking for somebody to, you know, support him, not financially support him, but you know, come alongside and do you know the cooking and the cleaning and the being the partner kind of thing in that aspect, and all that is great and well and good. But neither one of us were healthy within ourselves. You know, we did not have a healthy um, view of ourselves. We didn't have a healthy view of marriage. Neither one of us had been mentored well in in marriage and how that was supposed to look. And so we made, we made decisions to get married based upon um, places where we were wounded, you know, from our past. Mm-hmm. So freedom after divorce is doing what you need to do in order to find that authentic self so you can walk in the freedom of not having to have all that ex- extra baggage and knowing who cool. you really and truly are. You know, um, and freedom after divorced to me, after I was divorced, was I didn't go out and find, you know, find out who Corey really was at the core. Freedom for me was what do I need to do to move past the pain points? And I thought that those pain points had everything to do with him and really nothing to do with me. And it took me a couple more times before I actually took a look at me. I needed to heal my pain points and I needed to find who Corey and truly authentically was. I and love that. I found freedom. Yeah. You know, and I love that. And because, and, and
0: I will say this, like, I don't know that I think you'll ever completely go into any relationship all the way whole. No. Right. Because if you did, it's you'd be translated <laughs> Yeah, yeah, right. And there we are. We're we're twinkled up to heaven, right? Like, <laughs> like I don't see that happening, but I do think that you know people are really, really hurting
1: mm-hmm.
0: on this side of the veil, on this they side really of, of heaven. You know, because you've got a lot, a lot of perceptions,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know, about self, and and people don't realize like that's actually the whole. The whole point of marriage and the whole point of divorce, exactly. like that's what ends up happening. It's not about the other person. Now, no now, I'm not saying that the other person can't definitely be more responsible for the divorce. Like if you if you're dealing with someone that is extremely abusive, mm-hmm. you know, yes. you yeah. know, yeah, that's that's not your fault necessarily. But how you perceive yourself mm-hmm. is not anybody else's responsibility it's it's just not you know what i mean yeah. yeah so what are the steps that we take to become free from you know the pain from from you know the the perceptions and, and all of the baggage that divorce kind of brings with it cuz even though it feels like like okay i've not been divorced so but if i were to divorce I would think that, you know, there would be some perceptions of releasing baggage, mm-hmm. but I'm also, you know, smart enough and wise enough to realize that divorce brings with it a whole other package of baggage, right? Mm-hmm. That does. sometimes feels a little bit heavier than the one we just left behind.
1: Mm-hmm. So how do we take, what steps do we take to be free of that? Well, and that's... <laughs> That is a six-week course that I go through <laughs> with my clients uh, to help them in that direction. But you know, for in in the uh, interest of time here and uh, what we can do, I you know the first thing is first of all you really need to take stock of where you are. You know, mm-hmm. the thing that um, when I finally got to that place is I had to take a look at where did I start building those ideas of what you know marriage was supposed to be like what I was looking for what foundation was all of that built on and was built on a foundation of the wounds that came from growing up you know I didn't have a a solid childhood I didn't have safety at home Uh, my dad was a great dad but um, my mom was not nurturing and she was not around a, a lot and um, had some issues that kept her from being in the home. And I, I knew because of that, that even though my dad was stable, um, when he remarried, everything became very unstable in our home. And so I needed to find out what it was that made me, what was it that I liked about my, my husband that I, you know, attracted me to him? Well, first thing was he was stable. He had a job, he had a car, he had his own place. He was, uh, he had his own money. He didn't have a ton of debt. And he was, um, he was, you know, he was really a good steward with his money. And, um, and so that made me feel safe. And then, you know, then he told me, well, that he was falling in love with me. Well, I wanted to be loved because when um, my dad married his second wife, all of a sudden, some things happened with her in our home that made me feel very unloved and unprotected. So um, so there I was needing stability and feeling like I was loved. And he fit the bill on all of that. Never mind that, you know, neither one of us was walking with the Lord at that time. And even though I had come to know the Lord when I was eight, um, but he grew up in a different faith that was, um, you know, didn't quite believe, you know, um, as I did. And so he um, so we didn't have that foundation either. And his growing up years, his dad died early on and so he didn't have a lot of stability in his life and so he thought being married would bring stability to him as well so but when we didn't know what foundation or even have a foundation to build that stability on so to be free of that i had to really my part cuz you know what we have no control over the other person no we don't we only no. have control over us and that was the first thing i needed to realize i have no control over my former spouse, and I have no control over those, you know, behaviors and all of that. The only thing I have control over is me and how I address the wounds and exactly identify what those wounds are so that, you know, I can begin a process of healing that brings about um, me or putting me into a situation where I am walking in authenticity of who I am truly, really, truly am and who God designed me to be. Yeah. Well, and you know, you mentioned a really, I would say
0: crucial point here and that is you got to start asking yourself some questions. Yeah. Right. And that's something I don't think, a lot of people do. I mean, and this is why we're we're stuck with you know so much mm-hmm. divorce and pain and trauma and, and and people that are needing so much mental health is because uh, mental help, I should say. That's well,
1: a is, little bit of mental health too. So. Yeah,
0: mental health, <laughs> mental help. You know, that yeah. it's all the same. Right? So <laughs> but um, it, it's it's because of this one piece that are we really asking ourselves? important questions and are we yeah. willing to hear the answer and you know right. i i know like from my own healing trauma and you know i talk about on this podcast how you know my my own husband's has had um you know habits and things that have mm-hmm. really rocked our marriage right but even though my habits haven't been the same they've rocked the marriage too Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Right. And the thing is, is I was so busy, focused on him and what he was doing and what he wasn't doing and and his choices and things like that, that it made it almost impossible for me to turn things back around and turn that finger this direction Mm -hmm. and saying, Whoo, you know what? I've got habits, too. Yeah. You know. But once I became healthier he started to become healthier. We became a healthier family. And now all of a sudden we've got this kind of trajectory. And, um, you know, you actually brought up a really good question. I just wrote it down. One of the questions I'm going to text him (laughs) because, you know, we want to, we want to um, create a happy family, a stable family and a, um, a a good not 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 just a good but a a incredible example of what marriage is for our kids because we want them to find spouses too that are incredible and and that are healthy and that are mentally there and you know we we want that for our kids and so that's the thing we've got a model and so i'm actually thinking i'm like after this podcast i'm going to totally like message him and be like, what kind of marriage do we want to model for our our kids? You know, because that's what we do. Yeah, it is. And then it gets us a point of getting into creation with each other, you know, Mm -hmm. but that's where we can take it. If we're staying in the marriage, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: but sometimes, sometimes the other spouse, the former spouse Makes things just heck of difficult, you know? And and I'm thinking of, yeah, I'm actually thinking of a few different stories here. And, you know, I'd love to hear your input on on, uh, some of this. So, one of the stories, I've got a couple. One of the stories is um, actually between uh, some former friends of ours. Um we're still very good friends with the one but the other person we've had to actually completely distance ourselves from, okay? okay? And the reason was is because we found out like she divorced him because he was being abusive not only just mentally, emotionally and spiritually but also physically. He started to abuse her physically. Okay? And um we decided to like, you know, just support, not, not take sides. And then he decided that like, like he had, he had some sort of mental issue. I'm pretty sure because Mm. he decided that the only way he was going to be happy was to marry me, (laughs) but I was already married. Well, that would (laughs) have been a little. Yes. (laughs) Yes. So, I mean, this is the kind of person we're, we were dealing with. Mm-hmm. And um, but the way he has treated her, and so you can kind of imagine, you know, yeah. uh, him him trying to break up my marriage to my husband so he can get into me, like he really tried, didn't work, but he tried. Wow. And um, the way he's treated her through the divorce and through, you know, having to co-parent now, um, has been interesting.
1: <laughs> to, to say, say the least, least I'm sure
0: and yeah. um, has made things very very difficult for her to the point where she's like I just I don't want support from you I don't want anything from you but she cannot like, just say I don't have anything to do with you anymore right
1: do they have children Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
0: they've got three little kids and that's the reason why she can't completely say i don't want to have anything to do with you because they have to co-parent i mean that's the laws of of the state here right so how do you find freedom from a situation like that so how do you feel about boundaries it's a legitimate question a lot of people come to me really struggling with this concept they often feel guilty for setting boundaries or they're not sure about even what a boundary is. You know, they've heard the term set the boundary, things like that. But that's really confusing for them because it's not something that's well taught in our society nowadays, right? They know the boundaries are really important to having healthy, constructive, supportive and wonderful relationships. But why? And oftentimes, they also know that they feel like their boundaries are being violated, but they can't quite pinpoint what the boundary is that's being violated. That's why I've created the Clarifying and Creating Your Boundaries free PDF. You can find out what your boundaries are, how to tune in to what the boundary needs to be, And how to effectively create and communicate your boundary. So that way you stay in this place that respects you, respects the other person, but also gives you the confidence in your boundaries. So that way you stop being gaslighted, disrespected, and unseen. Having your boundaries really clear gives you a voice also helps the other person stay in accountability with themselves so that's not a role that you have to take on anymore so if you are ready to really have clear boundaries to really understand what your role is in the boundary and to give yourself some safety and some protection against people that might try to gaslight you or are just being disrespectful go grab my creating and clarifying your boundary pdf at aaronandersonthetraumacoach.com and while you're there let's schedule a call with me come have a chat with me so that way I can really really help you master this particular skill creating boundaries clarifying the boundary communicating that boundary and so that way I can also help you have relationships that show up to support you cherish you
1: and love you well you still freedom isn't about what they're doing freedom is about what you're doing about yourself and you you are detached from them because their behavior is theirs it's not yours you're not the cause of that their behavior you're you're only responsible when you get to the pearly gates father god isn't going to say well you know because so and so did what such and such you know, we're going to give you a pass on that because, you know, it really wasn't your fault because it was really and truly their fault. That is not going to happen. No, <laughs> what's going to happen is you're going to be held accountable for your own actions. And so, yep. you know, so you are so, and your own healing because mm-hmm. he can't that your the former spouse can't heal you, no. you know, and um, the only way that you can, start your own healing is you have to be authentic about yourself and and where you came from and what kind you know what was your foundation and what was your belief system were you believing lies were you taught things that weren't true did you have no no foundation you know there's a fair number of people who had no foundation at all unfortunately so um, so there's that so you have to just take stock of where you are who you are authentically and ask father god How he sees you. Yes. Well, you know, there's a
0: really crucial piece to this as well. You know, when you start asking these kinds of questions, "Ah, Heavenly Father, how do you see me? And help (laughs) me catch this vision. Mm -hmm. You know, help me see that in myself. Help me to see your perspective of me. Mm -hmm. When you do this. Okay, and a lot of people will like listening to this podcast who are like, but I want to know about divorce, right? Nah, this is key, actually, because what we're saying here is you manifest your reality. Now, I'm not saying that, like, I'm not blaming you for a horrible spouse or anything like that. or And Corey's not doing that either. But the point mm-hmm. is is once you actually start seeing possibilities within yourself possibilities open up to you Amen. just crazy like drop at your feet so an example okay um
1: <laughs>
0: i let's just say i'm probably like vision errant 20.5 or something like that right <laughs> i'm cons- i'm on a consistent growth curve and I'm happy for that. That's a good thing. That's a good thing. It makes oh, you feel good it, It's like drops in the bucket all the time.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But um the last few months, I've decided to be a seven figure business coach, right mm-hmm. And um I'm taking my my business into that trajectory, and what's been really interesting is I sit there and I view myself as that kind of a coach is that kind of a business owner as exactly kind of, you know it's been interesting to see the little drops that start raining around me so i'm not even joking when it first started i'd see pennies all over the all over the place and i just pick up the pennies and thank you lord for the pennies yep then it became nickels. Then it became dimes. Then it's quarters. And now all of a sudden, it's like leads. It's people coming in and wanting to, this kind of help. But it, it took me actually seeing the vision first. So what she's saying here is what is the vision of you being free? Yeah.
1: You
0: know? And, and how that did vision? How does that sit with you? What does it feel like? How do you behave? How do you act? And once you start trying that on, the universe energy, it, sh- it literally has to shift for you because it was created for you. Once you align with truth, truth aligns with you.
1: Amen. <laughs> and that's why you ask Father God how he sees you. Yes, yeah. he'll tell you the truth yes. and yeah, because we I know I did. I had a very distorted view of myself. I felt yeah. like a failure. I wasn't able to keep my marriage together. I felt like I wasn't a good mom because here I am not having the whole family, you know, and I took a lot of responsibility for that um, because but it was really two of us. But I took the majority of the responsibility because I didn't see myself as, um, you know, living up to the standards I initially had set for myself in this marriage. And so, when you ask Father God to show you how He sees you, He does give you that vision. And you can take that vision. I and I recommend, like, you know, write it down on three by five cards. How do you see me? What do you see me doing? What do you, you know, how do you see me uh, raising these precious? Children that I have, you know, Mm -hmm, and that kind mm -hmm. of thing. And, you know, it wasn't always easy because my former spouse didn't see things the way I saw them. And so there were things that came up. Well, dad, you know, dad says you, blah, 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 blah. And we had to have the conversation that, well, that may be how your dad sees things, but it's really not how I see things. And this is how I see things for me and for you. And, you know, and not diss dad because he saw things differently and then have a conversation with him about setting boundaries that if you can't say anything, you know, and I'm going to be, I'm going to be upfront and honest and frank right now. I did, and I so regret it, but I did say things, you know, about their dad that wasn't probably, um, you know. Like, yeah. you know, your dad said that he would rather be, you know, by himself. Your dad said he would like to be a hermit in the mountains, you know, and things like that, which he did say those things. But at the same time, it did didn't do anything for them to give them stability. And it really didn't make me look any better either. You know, in fact, that was me taking the low road. So we need to take the high road and have the conversation with our former spouse, number one. And say, I am going to do my very best not to say anything derogatory about you in front of the kids and to always honor you as their father. And I would appreciate it if you would have if you would have them honor me as their mom, because that's who I am. I am their mother and I do love them and I want them to have a good foundation. If I had it all to do over again, I would have loved to be able to do that. So I know those things then. But I've I've coached other people through those things, and it has made a huge difference in how mom and dad um, talk with each other. So you have to, you know, still, so don't bash your former spouse in front of your right. kids. Your kids think they're 50% you, 50% them. And so if you say, well, your mom or your dad, you know, are flakes or not, in, you know, undependable or whatever all of those things um, that's really a not about you because you have no control over that behavior. Number two, doesn't make your kids feel any better or stable. Mm -hmm. And number three, um, if you, you know, you're saying those things, then they feel like they have to take sides. Right. And 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 it tears
0: a piece of them out to every single time that they it hear does. this. You know, it, it does. It totally does. And totally. and when this is why, you know, when you actually use respectful language, you feel better. You are more in control of the situation. And your kids tend to gravitate towards the parent who is more respectful.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: They just tend they do. to
1: do that because it's safer. Respect it's, is safety. Well, and they ask themselves: so, if my mom or dad is saying this about somebody they used to love and married, and they were married to, what do they say about me when I'm not around?
0: Yeah, they do. They truly do. Yeah, yeah. Beautiful, beautiful. So, I guess, like the last talking point, I I would maybe ask you is, um, you know, we've talked about being respectful we've talked about you know seeing yourself we've talked about you know really getting a clearer vision of who you truly are and that's key too because eventually i think a lot most people want to try to try again Mm -hmm. you know and if you still have the similar vision of yourself to the one that you had when you first got married You know, um, you might have a similar, you know, experience. Exactly. So when you change these things, not only do you find this freedom after divorce, but you find a freedom in life in general. Mm -hmm. Right. You know, a freedom in all of your relationships uh, and a joy that is immense. So one of the things I say all the time is the opposite of trauma. Is creation. Mm-hmm. So, what are some things like what are some visions that they m- could possibly start adopting and creating to streamline their process to feeling more free, more healing, more peace?
1: Well, again, it's how do they view themselves and how is their atmosphere and within their home? You know, um, first of all, you know. Dump all the wrong things about yourself, about you know, I'm not able, I'm not capable. Um, if you need to work with somebody to really get through that, I highly recommend that I wasn't able to move through it on my own. I did have to have a coach. And so that's actually why I became a life coach. But um, second of all, you know, and and start believing those things, receiving God's truth about how He sees you. I still to this day, Lord, how do you see me? and how do you see this day going and what things do you see for my future and then i sit down and i write those things down i write down steps on how to get them i partner with father god to all right when you know so you're writing a book right now i've written a book had no idea how i was going to write this book but i you know in partnering with father god he's get told me that i need to write this book so All right. So what do we do and how do we do that? And again, it was a step by step. You know, this is how you do it. You have your title, you have your theme of the book and you have your chapters. And then what am I going to put in the chapters? It's almost like you have an outline. Okay. Mm -hmm. So you have like an outline for your life, but you, you, you partner with Father God. So like in a, where do you want to see yourself in six months? I want to see myself. Um, living a more vibrant life maybe that means walking more you know or exercising maybe getting out and getting into an organization where you like I love to country dance so I have mm-hmm. developed a group. yeah I developed a group of really great friends and we go out dancing and um and then where do you know and then where do you where do you want you know to have your kids you know in different you know in sports or in different kind of activities you know what are their gifts you know what what are my children's gifts are they are they athletic or are they more prone to uh dancing or science things you know science projects or uh creativity in music of some kind or acting you know whatever it is um and then you know kind of support that um the thing you're right as long as you don't have a vision for it you're not going to accomplish it but it is a it has to start here mm-hmm. and then it has to get here in order for that to manifest within your life and things because your thoughts are going to control your words and if your words aren't in line with what father god sees for you then you're just you're working against him yeah you're not going to be it is a trust issue, so so you want to definitely partner with Father God has for you. And I, you know, the Lord has shown me some things way out there in the future. I'm going like eh, I don't see how that's going to happen, but if you think so, <laughs> okay, I'm on board. And then you know, and then little by little, things do start falling. It's just like this ministry. Um, he said, "I want you to take your ministry online. I can spell PC." That's about as far as I can go. I know how to read my email. I know how to go into my banking and check that out. I know how to do a few little things. But past that, you know, software is a big question mark for me. So, um, you know, so I had to learn some things. And I had to have the conversation within myself, you know, because my here's, here's my words. My words, I can't do that. I don't know how to do that. I have no experience in that. I even hate dealing that kind of stuff. And I still have to catch myself because I sometimes have those little words coming out of my mouth. And I have to say, um, you know, the Lord has made me well, able and capable. I am going to learn how to do this. And um, even if it takes me a week to learn something that somebody does in an hour, I'm going to learn it. And Lord, give me the wisdom, the understanding and someone to come alongside maybe and help me.
0: Oh, it's so true. I remember after I after I healed from the trauma and I knew I had, you know, I was so grateful. And I went to the Lord and I was like, Lord, thank you, thank you, thank you for this. What can I do to repay you? <laughs>
1: <laughs> and
0: he told me, he said, now go coach. And I was like, I was not expecting <laughs> Exactly. That. I was not expecting that response. I was like, "You want me to what?
1: <laughs> what? Me? Your testimony like, is is for His glory, right? Mm-hmm.
0: Right? Oh. And like, I'm sitting there thinking, I'm just this little podunk kid from this podunk town. Like, what are you thinking? Yeah. You know, I, I, and I, I may or may not have called him crazy,
1: but <laughs> I'm not it, saying it, you did. <laughs> it, it, <laughs>
0: But I'm it, saying it, if you it did, worked. I'm
1: right there with you. And <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> you know,
0: you totally understand the whole, you know, mock ten with your hair on fire, but God's in the driver's seat of that car. It ain't me. <laughs> yeah, it
1: totally
0: isn't me. Yeah. So very yeah. fun. Very fun. Thank you. Um, <laughs> so we're going to hop back on, like I said, again. This this podcast is going to be a two piece Well, we're also going to be talking about the hope after divorce. But um, I am curious, Corey, do, like I know you've got your book. Mm-hmm. Pardon me. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, where can our audience go and find that?
1: It is on Amazon. It's Destiny After Divorce. It is a bestseller on Amazon. Um, And then if you go to my website at uh, www.corysullivan.com, you can order it there as well. And you'll find some of my other materials there. And, you know, I've started doing some things different um, with my audience. And I'm offering free, what we call heart shift consultations for 30 minutes. And in that consultation, I hope to help you be able to shift your heart and from maybe believing a lie or a pain point or whatever into something that's going to help you be able to move forward into that freedom that you went through all that pain of going through a divorce to attain. Oh, I, love it. I love it.
0: Definitely go check out Corey. And if you're still looking for some extra help with the trauma, you know, I also offer the three the free 30 minute consultations as well you know, amen. for, um, to help you live your very best shameless life. So amen. The, all that's right in the comments as well. And into the, um, in, in the show notes. So go check those th- things out. You guys, Corey, thanks so much for being here. I can't wait for part two of this episode. Thank you. Okay. You're welcome. It's always a pleasure. See you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Okay, my loves, are you tired of feeling overwhelmed like you have lost yourself in the trauma and like you have to control everyone and their decisions all the time? If that is you, then I have a brand new freebie just for you to help you start to organize your life and your time to start reflecting more of what it is you truly want. I cannot tell you how many times I have heard clients and potential clients say that they just wish that they could find themselves again after the trauma, that the trauma is consuming their every thought and that they just cannot move past it and that they're feeling super, super overwhelmed by life and their responsibilities and that they just don't have time for themselves anymore. The aim with Organized for Healing is Simply to help you simplify, get some answers, figure it out what it is that you truly do want, start gaining the confidence in yourself, in your decisions and discover yourself again to get clear with who you are, have your own back and become your own best friend. Because my loves, when you truly, truly have those things, you are in true healing mode and in a mode where trauma cannot disrupt you again so if you are ready to take some simple actions and simplify your life and to start getting back into play mode and start reclaiming your confidence your desires and your life and identity again go grab my free pdf organized for healing it is in the link below in the descriptions. Go grab it and I will see you on the other side. From my heart to your heart. Bye. Hey guys. Thanks so much for hanging out with me today and listening in on this podcasting episode. Don't forget to tune in next week week. It's gonna be awesome. See you soon. Bye.